This episode of Another Great Day is brought to you by Tortillas, sleeping bags for beans. It's Wednesday, November 22nd, 2023. Imagine if you were a bean and you were cold. You'd wrap yourself up in a little tortilla. <laughs> and that would be the end of your day. Oh, no. Over. <laughs> Good night, little beans. Anyways, welcome to another great day. I'm because Aaron. Because they're going to bed, right? To sleep. Yeah, because they're sleepy, Uh Yeah. I, I see the day here. It's November 22, so it's 11 one one two two. Two zero two three. I wish it was like I know, one was one so two, two, two 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 two. <laughs> well, it's in the past. It was we we missed it. It won't be that for a long time. Well, welcome to the podcast where we talk about beans and dates. This is a wait. Have you ever had the, the fruit a date? No, but I've been on a date. Oh, have you not had dates? Honestly, they're raisins, basically, right? No, no, no. They're way better than raisins. Oh no, I don't know anything about dates. They're very sweet. Medjool dates. No, never had them. Here's the story on date. Ready All for right, this? and now date talk with Chris. <laughs> <laughs> we had them. Uh, we, you can buy them. They're dried out. And they look like very large raisins. Okay, but they're significantly sweeter and have oh. almost a honey or a syrup taste to them. Not a raisin taste. Raisins okay. have their own. I don't know. It's fine. I okay, like it, but it's different. Okay, and are they bigger? Are they they're the same bigger? Size? They're like the size of a like a shrunken golf ball. Oh, okay. Which that makes no sense. <laughs> uh, it sounds terrible and weird. Anyway. So appealing. You can put them into your smoothies okay. as a sweetener because they are so sweet. That sounds amazing. They, it is so good. Okay, I so, want that. So, uh, so if I go to Smoothie King and ask for the Gladiator protein shake with dates, you think they got that? I have no idea about that. This episode brought to you by <laughs> Smoothie King. <laughs> All I know kidding. is that I've heard that Smoothie King uses powders which has lots of sugar in them oh not as healthy as you'd like them to be let's avoid that let's avoid that unless there's the banana shakes well i do like a good banana but every if you put a banana in a smoothie everything's gonna taste like a banana that's been my experience banana and then you do peanut butter we've talked about smoothies for a long time we should keep talking about it let's tune in this act let's just (laughs) start a new tune into our new podcast it's called smoothie talk Just kidding. All right. Well, we're going to move on to our Wednesday segment. It is the day before Thanksgiving and hopefully people are traveling. This segment is not called dirt. It's called (laughs) what is it you'd say you do around here? And stick around to the end of the episode. We have a new segment called dirt coming up. For those of you interested, we have a segment at the end of the show called dirt. If you're just curious enough to want to know what that's about, feel free to tune in later. Otherwise, stick around because we're going to hear what somebody does. Hi, my name is Scott Meath, and my friends at Another Great Day asked me to tell you a bit about my career. When I was a kid, I always wanted to be a professional baseball player. But eventually, I learned that Major League Baseball teams only want athletic people who can hit, pitch, catch, or throw baseballs well. Who knew? So instead, I own a production music company called Atomica Music. What is production music, you ask? Really good question. Production music is the background music you hear in television shows, movies, and commercials. It's the music that helps you know if a scene is supposed to make you feel happy and motivated, or sad, or even nervous. Our team of composers write and record music in all styles, like rock, jazz, pop, or any other kind of music you can imagine, even scary music or silly music. Storytellers use our music to help create a certain emotion for the viewer. One of the things I love about my job is that I get to do a lot of different things. Some days I'm working with composers and music. Some days I work on artwork for our websites. 
and some days I'm handling administrative things like budgeting, marketing, or payroll. When a music supervisor needs a certain type of music for their production, they come to us and we help them find just the right song. They pay us to use our music, and that's how we make a living. We get to have a very small part in the entertainment world, but without the fame or the hassle of inexplicable wealth. The first question most people ask me about my job is, where have I heard your music? This is also a good question. Well, our music has been used in television shows like The Office and Deadliest Catch, in video game trailers like Call of Duty, and even the least popular Marvel movie ever made. You also might have heard our music in advertisements for things like Star Wars toys, Ford trucks, or Lay's potato chips. It's a super fun business and we love what we do. So the next time your mom says it's time for your piano lesson or time to practice your trombone, instead of grumbling, just think. You might grow up to make music for your favorite TV show or movie someday. You just never know what God might have in store for you. All right, cool, man. Appreciate that. I appreciate you writing in another friend of the show, another day, another dollar, another little bit of education. <laughs> we didn't get a dollar, but it's nice to know what people do. All right. Well, that's going to bring us to this day in history. Chris, you've been crushing it on the this days in history. I, I have a question for you. These for history days. Today. Question. Okay. How many letters are in the alphabet? Uh, 26. How many letters are in the Albanian alphabet? Uh, 109. I just made that up. Albania. Oh, Albanian alphabet. The Albanian? Albanian alphabet. <laughs> I don't know. Four? <laughs> Seven? There are 36 letters in the Albanian alphabet. What? They have more letters? And I know. This No, no fair. This, on November 22nd, 1908, the Congress of Manistir establishes the Albanian alphabet. Ooh. All 36 letters, eh? Yeah, it's a variant of Latin alphabet and uh, for the Albanian language. All right. Good job, Albany. Now, here's how you say Just kidding. another it's... great day in <gasps> Albanian. What? I looked it up earlier. I'm going to try. I'm sorry if there's any Albanian listeners listening. I'm trying my best. Oh, look. It's a it's a bird. A, a bird from uh, Albania. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hello. He's fluent. Hello. <laughs> I'm landing. I'm landing. <laughs> Here's how you say uh, another great day in Albanian. It thank, is. Thank you, bird. Ninja. That's right. Ninja. Ninja. Tijeter. Tijeter. Dite. Imedhe. Woo. That uh, sounds almost like the secret words we had to say on boss level last week or when you <laughs> sneezed. I mean, when Chris sneezed, bird. Uh, thank you, bird. Bye, oh, bird. It's all great. Bye bye. Have a bagel. <laughs> Birds love bagels. <laughs> uh, yeah. The reason I chose this is I thought it was very interesting that other languages have more or less letters. Wow. That is interesting. And we're going to come back to that in a second. Oh, really? So you're telling me that's going to do it for this day in history? That's yeah, going to do it for this day in history. All right. Well, 1908. See you later. Let's move on to the question of the day. Chris, let me ask you a question before we get into the question. Oh. Do you like questions? Questions are great. What's your favorite? Qu I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The question of the day today is, if you could change the spelling of your name, what would you change it to? Isn't that a weird question? That is a weird question. <laughs> I'm, I'm tempted to just say, I wouldn't. I would choose pass. <laughs> well, Chris, you wrote this question. 
and it's breaking my brain. <laughs> what would you change your spelling of your name to? Would you go phonetic? Um, well, what does phonetic even mean? Could you explain phonetic to our <laughs> listeners? So there's the alphabet and the sounds that the letters make are uh, depend on where they are placed in a word. So, so like the word ghost, G-H-O-S-T. That's yep. how you spell it. But phonetically, it might be spelled... With just the sound uh, letter G. Good to be gay. G-O-S-T. Ghost. Yeah. That's so, cool. So phonetically for me, I'd drop the H. Because I'm Chris, C-H-R-I-S. Mm. I was doing it phonetically. Tris. <laughs> but I would do something more like... Uh, like C H R one with like five S's. What? Why not? <laughs> Change so the spelling of her name. It's still pronounced the way you want it to be. Yeah. All right. Mine would be R A L P H. Aaron. R A L P H. Yeah. Ralph. Ralph? Yeah, it looks like Ralph, but it's pronounced Aaron. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> it's good enough. I mean, if we can do whatever we want. It's true. Actually, I changed it to Trogdor. Rogdor. But it's pronounced Aaron. Because um, I'm burninating all the cities. So my my other question I thought of, besides changing your spelling of your name, would be if you were to change, add a letter or take away a letter from the alphabet. Oh, this is easy. What would you add or I'd take away? I'd remove one of the A's. I have two. How excessive. A-A-R-O-N. Yeah, I don't need both. No one calls me Aaron. That's that's your question of the day? Yeah. Yep, figure it out. What would you change the spelling of your name? And if you're standing in line at the grocery store, choose paper, not plastic. Try it out. Change your name to the word paper? No, I'm just saying. Oh. You're either at the gym, at the grocery <laughs> oh, store, oh, okay. or cleaning your gutters. <laughs> they were in the produce section and the pizza aisle and the cereal aisle last week. I think they made it to the meat market at one point. So we're assuming they're checking out now. And All right. Well, great talk to you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a quick break and check in with our favorite guy, Dad joke correspondent extraordinaire, Wes McFall. Hey guys, you know where the general keeps his armies? In his sleeveys. <laughs> Have another great day. I generally appreciated that work. I was definitely it a... Was definitely. It was a, able to read. I can read. It was definitely a major improvement on the last one. We will be back. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that's going to take us from the high hilarity heights of the dad joke to the somber, serious seaside sweets of the word of wisdom. (laughs) How about that alliteration, Chris? That was just right off the top. Wow. Yep. Welcome to the land of Proverbs, chapter 25, verse 20. We're plowing through Proverbs 25. Take it away, Chris. All right, chapter tw- uh, verse 20 says, Singing cheerful songs to a person with a heavy heart is like taking someone's coat in cold winter or pouring vinegar in a wound. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. Verse 20 in the Amplified says, like one who takes off a garment in cold weather or like a reactive, useless mixture of vinegar on soda is he who thoroughly sings joyful songs to a heavy heart. You know, there's a there's a colloquialism for this and oh. it's it's read the room. <laughs> read the room. <laughs> Sometimes it's good to sing cheerful songs. It is. Other times 
Is it time to be sad? You know, and there's another word of wisdom out there in the Bible that says there is a time for blah, 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 a time for blah, blah, blah. Those aren't <laughs> the exact words. <laughs> You're right. Those are not the exact words, but close enough. All right. Well, let's hit the music and call it a day, Chris. Our mission here on another great day is to encourage interaction, creativity, and conversation. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy it. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in, and we hope you are enjoying this podcast. If you are, take a minute to rate and review us, and share this on the internet. Oh no, it's the end of the show. Robots here to take over the rest of the show and help us get some good old-fashioned fun into the internet. (laughs) Thank you, Robot. Uh, Most importantly, we thank you for coming around here and listening, and we hope you make it another great day day we'll see you tomorrow (laughs) oh and stay tuned for dirt oh yeah yeah here we go dirt all right here i know you guys have all been waiting on the edge of your seat (laughs) what is is this segment about really the question is what is dirt (gasps) chris what is dirt uh, I'm actually not going to answer that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have several fun facts about dirt. Um, there are 70,000 different types of dirt. Seven zero 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 in the U.S. 70,000. 70,000. That's amazing. All right. One tablespoon of dirt has more organisms in it. And there are people on earth. Whoa. That's a lot. Like take a spoon, go into the front yard, get dirt. And there are more organisms in it than there are people on earth. More than 8 billion. Wow. There are, let's see here, 500 years it takes the minimum to form one inch of topsoil. What? Five years? Five. Oh, 500 years. Goodness gracious. All right. Here's a fact about earthworms and and dirt. One million four hundred thousand earthworms can be found in one acre of cropland. Wow. (laughs) That is a lot of dirt. And that goes through a little worm. No, this is just the amount of worms in the land. That's a ton of them. And of those worms, 15 tons of dirt pass through an earthworm each year. He eats a lot. He eats more dirt than I eat pizza. Yes. Can you imagine this? So those 1.4 million earthworms in an acre are all burrowing through the dirt, kind of just sending dirt through them. They're kind of processing it and sending it out. And they do that. Enough that 15 tons pass through their body. Well, a shout out to my great friend, Dr. George Damoff. He is a professor. I don't know if he's still professor, but he uh, studies earthworms. That's one of his areas of expertise. Isn't that awesome? And uh, need to get him on what is it you'd say you do around here. And that is the segment, Dirt. Thank you for listening. And now we know.